everyone, welcome to episode 2 of Driving a Tin Can. I'm Hannah, the host of this podcast, and I'm excited to be with you for episode 2. I've been wanting to record this for days now, and it has just been raining nonstop um, during the drive. And I said in my first episode, this is going to be relatively uncut and unedited, so whatever road noise or rain you hear, something rattling around in my car, you're probably just going to hear it. Um, and that's part of the idea behind this. I have a long commute uh, to and from work, and I've just wanted to find a way to use the time well, and I decided to record a podcast, but part of the, I guess, uniqueness of this podcast is that I'm recording it as I drive, and so uh, whatever I hear, you're probably going to hear too, and we're just going to go with it. And actually, in episode one, you could hear the rain, um, a little bit of rain for part of the podcast, and I was okay with that, um, but the rain I've been experiencing this week has been torrential rain, um, just so loud and hard to see when I was driving, and so I think it would have probably drowned out my voice, and even if not, um, I think that just with how hard it was raining, it would have been not a very good idea to do anything except focus on the road, so... Um, I've just, each day felt like, man, I really wish I could jump on here and record. Um, but today it was still raining, um, torrentially, um, but about halfway home it has dried up and I'm so thankful for that. I I don't enjoy driving in the rain and where I work, um, is further south than where I live and, um, it's just been raining there for three days straight, and I believe it's going to continue for another day or two, so it is very much welcome that I'm seeing dry road in front of me, and there's no rain tapping on the windshield, um, and it's giving me an opportunity to record today, so I'm really happy about that, and today um, I'm going to talk about emotion and how that affects our lives and how we use emotion to make decisions. And I am by far um, not an expert on this topic, but actually all of this rain and uh, we're in the middle of the the COVID-19 pandemic at the moment. And I think it just um, all is sort of relevant to the time. to to talk about emotion and how it affects our lives. So that's really where I wanted to head today. Before I do that, I'm not going to do this every episode, but for those of you who are new, which everybody would be new because we're only on episode two, um, driving a tin can, what does that mean? Well, when I was younger, especially around the time when I was learning to drive, I just found it really funny um, to be sitting in the car in the driver's seat Uh, thinking about this big piece of metal that we've turned into um, a vehicle that we can use to get around. And I had just imagined that we had tin cans, giant tin cans that we put wheels on and drove around. Uh, Just a funny concept. And because I'm recording this podcast in the car, it just seemed kind of appropriate to have a funny little title. Um, and, And so that's where it comes from. But Anyway, back to emotion. 
Um, like I said, it's it's been raining, and uh, especially when I'm driving, it's just been it's made the trip less enjoyable. It's caused me to have to, um, you know, be worried a little bit more. The road is wet. It's slippery. Um, there's if there's a lot of traffic what's going to happen with the other cars, you know, they pass you and spray a ton of water on your windshield, and it's harder to see, um, sometimes traffic just gets jammed up because of the, uh, less visibility, there's a lot of construction now that we're headed into the spring-summer months, and so sometimes with the barriers they put up, it causes the water to pool, and hydroplaning, there's just a lot more that goes into it, and the constant noise of it, um, it's just a more stressful drive, and honestly, even being at work, we have two buildings where I work, and I have to walk between them uh, at different times throughout the day, and just walking out there, being in the rain, there's no sunshine, it just honestly brings you down, I, everyone can understand what I'm talking about with that, um, but it, we have to be careful of how external things such as rain or circumstances like the COVID-19 virus, how is that affecting our emotions, but also what are we doing with those emotions? So I'm borrowing this concept from Brian Kite. Uh, Brian Kite is Tim Kite's son. Tim Kite um, is like a leadership um, expert, and he worked with Urban Meyer, at, uh, who is the OSU uh, football coach, very well known. Uh, Brian Kite worked with him, uh, or excuse me, Tim Kite worked with him and, um, you know, has, has an, uh, his own organization about leadership, who uh, Brian Kite was also involved with that organization, still is, um, but Brian Kite also puts out his own content and every day sends out something called the Daily Discipline where he has principles, leadership principles um, that he shares. And one of them recently um, was talking about emotion. And I don't remember the exact words that he said. And quite frankly, it's been a couple weeks and maybe I'm missing the concept that he was trying to get across. But I still feel like this concept has a lot of value. Um, highly rec recommend Brian Kite, Daily Discipline. Check that out. Uh, I think it brings a lot of value. I think it, it brings really good perspective and really challenges you um, with how you're approaching life, how you're approaching work. And so a couple of weeks ago, he was talking about emotion. And what I took away from it is emotion is the best motivator but it is the worst leader. And I'm going to explain my understanding of that, less Brian Kite's understanding of that. If you want to go and look up his content, like I said, I highly recommend that you do that. But I'm going to kind of explain this in the way that I understand it, in the way I experience it. So emotion is the best motivator, but the worst leader. So in my own life, I notice that when I have high emotion, whether it's anger or sadness, um, that really motivates me to want to do something about whatever it is that's causing that emotion. So, you know, if it's someone um, 
in my family who's done something or someone at work who's done something that has caused me to have a high emotion. And I'm not necessarily talking about, you know, I'm just irritated with someone, but if someone has actually angered me or someone has actually hurt me and I'm really sad or hurt someone that I'm close to, I am more motivated in that moment to say something back to them or, um, you know, for example, when I've lost people that I really care about, family members or whatnot, um, I become very motivated to write. And um, I guess that's not necessarily, you know, trying to do something about or, um, you know, affect somebody else necessarily. But I am motivated by the emotion to write, or if I'm angry at someone, I might be motivated to write them a letter and explain how I feel. Um, and obviously, when we have high emotion, a lot of times it comes out verbally as well. But I'm so motivated in that moment to take an action. Um, and so emotion is very motivating. I think we need that. That's what makes us care about injustices. That's what makes us um, care about the causes that we support, um, whatever that may be. If it's, you know, you really love to support the homeless shelter, it's probably an emotion that uh, has at least played a role in your interest in that cause. And you can apply that to anything. And, and really when we're talking about emotion, marketing, um, how companies sell us products, we're trying to appeal or they are trying to appeal to people's emotions because motion, emotions are motivating. When we have, um, you know, arguments for, for our cause, whether it's politically or maybe even um, in the law system, when we have an argument to make, we appeal to people's emotions. And that's because emotions are very motivating. But what we have to remember is that emotions are not a good leader. And what, what does that mean? It means that oftentimes emotions will motivate us, but we can tend to take sometimes the logic out of it or we don't take the time to think it through um, and we become very knee-jerk maybe if it's anger that we're talking about we become very hot-headed and we can make decisions that we wouldn't normally make um, and not always for the good and we have to remember that because we do feel so motivated by the emotion that all of a sudden our guard is down and we're not thinking as much about what we're doing. It's not always the case, and obviously not all emotions are bad, and obviously not all actions that we do because we are motivated by emotion are bad. For example, when I've lost people that I really care about and then I, um, you know, write about them, maybe I write a tribute to them or, or something... That's not bad. Being motivated by that emotion is, you know, I would say almost a good thing. But when we're talking about anger or fear even, that's a big one right now in the world that, that we're living in with this pandemic. People are playing to our fears. And, you know, most people that I'm talking to are distrustful of the 
information that we're receiving, um, because a lot of it is, you know, trying to get people to fear, because when you fear, and that's your high emotion, you're going to act a certain way, and like I'm trying to explain, maybe without thinking, maybe without the normal logic that you might put into it, it might become knee-jerk, it might become, um, you know, just a, a, all of a sudden, I'm, I'm doing an action that in normal circumstances, I, I wouldn't do, and so, even when I'm talking about the rain, for example, and it's putting me in a bad mood, and I'm not, I'm not happy about it. In that sense, maybe I'm not necessarily motivated to do something about the rain, but now if my emotion is, you know, I'm just having a bad day, I'm downtrodden, I'm not happy, now I'm being motivated to respond to people in a way that is caused by that emotion versus responding to people how I normally would. Um, and it's more, the, the action is more an effect that's not, I guess, necessarily a direct action against the rain or against um, the situation, but it's just a decision or behavior as a result of it. Um, and it, it's not always positive. So um, I think it's just an interesting thing to keep in mind because we have to be able to use emotion as points of information because I want to be clear about this. I'm not saying emotion is bad at all. I'm not saying we should try and not have emotion or not or, or that we should suppress emotion. I, I don't think that. Um, I think that, in fact, sometimes we, we do almost tell people that they need to suppress their emotion or that the way they feel isn't valid. I actually think in a lot of cases we need to validate or give credibility to people's emotions um, so they feel like they have the freedom to feel them but not be controlled by them. We need to be able to use them as data points. So... For example, if, you know, say for a week, um, you know, every day I'm just, I'm not feeling happy, I'm feeling sad, um, and now I'm trying to decide, well, what should I do with that? Um, I don't want to be controlled by the emotion. I want to say, okay, I've been sad this week. What is that telling me? It's not necessarily that you know, now I need to go and quit my job, or get rid of this friend, or um, whatever it may be, or go buy something new to make myself feel better. No, don't assume, I guess, that the emotion is the problem, but use it as a data point. Okay, so I know I've been sad this week. What have been the causes of that? Is there something I need to address? I guess I hope I'm making sense with, with that. Um, you know, if it's a relationship with someone, whoever it may be, um, you know, if it's a family member, someone close, or someone you just work with, and you're frustrated with them a lot, does, are you allowing the frustration to, um, change how you react to them? Is it, you know, I just, I can't be around this person anymore, I'm gonna have to change departments, or can you just use it as a data point of saying, 
alright, I've been irritated with this person, why is that? And if you explore that, maybe you find out, well, maybe I'm being impatient, or, um, you know, maybe I'm not teaching them well. Um, instead of focusing on the emotion and allowing it to drive, allowing it to drive the tin can, make sure you are driving the tin can, um, combining the information you get from emotion with the logic of, you know, the logic of your experience and your knowledge and, um, just the typical wisdom that you would use to approach any scenario, um, and I, I think this just applies to most situations in life. Of course, there are going to be very, very high emotion situations where you are going to react straight out of the emotion. Um, but I would say in a lot of cases, it's important to kind of step back from it. Again, use the emotion as information. Um, allow the emotion to reveal something to you about the situation or about you and how you're responding. Um, but take the time to think about it. Don't let the emotion be your leader. Allow your mind, your logic, your wisdom to be your leader and just use the emotion as information. Um, I think that's something that's hard to do. And, um, you know, certainly I don't do it perfectly. Uh, sometimes I don't do it at all. Uh, but I just think that in a lot of cases it's the wise, the wise way to approach it. And emotions are good. Sometimes we need to be motivated by emotion. I mean, again, I want to be really clear about that. I think the motivation we get from emotion is... Great. It's it's wonderful in a lot of cases. It's how we know we care about something. Um, we just don't want to act too quickly or too recklessly because of it. And we have all kinds of opportunities right now in the world we're living in. Again, with this pandemic, to to allow that to happen. And another concept that um, I want to throw in here, in case. You know, if, if you are someone who's really struggling with the pandemic and, and struggling with the feelings that you're having and um, are just in more of a dark place, something that um, I heard someone say once, and they were walking through a really, really dark time, and I just thought this was profound and, and have carried it with me since, but they were talking about how, you know, things in their mind are a lot worse when they are listening to themselves they have to talk to themselves, and there's a big difference there. So when you are feeling a lot of emotion, maybe a lot of negative emotion, think about that. Are you listening to yourself, or are you talking to yourself? Um, and, you know, a difference might be, say, okay, for example, the rain if I'm listening to myself, I'm thinking, oh my gosh, I have to drive home in the rain again. I can't believe this. I'm so sick of this. Uh, you know, it's going to be a stressful drive. It's I'm going to have to look out for all of these other people and what they're doing. And I just wish that I could be home right this very minute and not have to do this again. That would be listening to myself. 
That would be allowing the thoughts that have gone through my mind to be on repeat and be on a loop in my mind. Talking to myself would be, and I don't mean verbally, but the thoughts in your mind. Talking to myself would be likely more positive because I would say this is not, those negative thoughts are not helping me with my drive. So talking to myself might be, you know what, I'm excited when I do get home. Um, I'm going to watch my favorite show or I'm excited about what I'm making for dinner tonight. Um, you know, remember to stay safe as you're driving. It, this isn't going to be every single day. Um, you know, it's supposed to clear up over the weekend and be really nice. You can see how instead of just allowing what is floating around in my brain to control my thinking, if I can say, okay, no, I'm going to, again, be in the driver's seat of my thoughts, um, all of a sudden the same situation is a lot better. And, uh, you know, maybe, maybe you have a different perspective of this. I would absolutely be open to hearing those things. Send me a message or leave a comment somewhere and um, share your perspective of it. But just thought I would jump on here again and, um, you know, talk about something that I, I think is relevant with what we're going through. That being said, who knows when I post this. So um, I, I do think, though, that COVID-19, it's going to be something that that we're going to be talking about for a long time. So it'll be relevant even if I don't get this posted uh, immediately. But I do want to continue. Uh, like I said, every day this week I've been wanting to get on here and uh, share some thoughts. And uh, so hopefully I'll have rain-free days or at least lighter rain where it's not so loud um, that I can get on here and record some more. I uh, appreciate your time. Um, always appreciate your time and appreciate your thoughts. Hope that you have a good rest of your day wherever you're at in that, and I'll talk to you again soon.